welcome to another episode of One Guess. I'm Carrie English. Fewer than 500 people in history have been to outer space, and my guest today, Al Sacco, is one of them. Welcome, Al. Thank you. It's nice to be here. So, Al, you were on the Space Shuttle Columbia in 1991 and in 1995. That's correct, yeah. How did you get to be an astronaut? Well, I got nominated. There's very many ways to become an, an astronaut, but the, NASA had thought about seven years before of those flights that they wanted an expert on material science because they were going to try to look at how to grow crystals in space for, for drug delivery, for uh, suppression of diseases, a lot of different things. So they were looking for an expertise that I had. They put out a, an international call. A lot of people uh, were nominated. A lot of people applied. And then I was lucky enough to be chosen. Wow. So you didn't even work at NASA before. No, I didn't. I worked at a university yeah, as a researcher. And had you had any interest before in being an astronaut? Well, everybody has an interest in being an astronaut. You know, I watched Star Wars and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was always something I'd like to do. But uh, the chances, you know, about one in eight hundred thousand to be chosen. So, uh, I really never thought of it seriously. And I loved what I was doing. I loved to do research. And I loved to do research on crystals. So, uh, I loved what I was doing. So what sort of training did you have to go through to become an well, astronaut? Well, there's a lot of different training, but one of them is living and working in space. And that consists of things like how do you, how do you eat in space, how do you cook meals in space, how do you keep yourself, your hygiene up in space. And one of the things that really surprised me is how to keep organized in space. Because on my flight, we had a, over a million different items. Wow. And we had to locate them quickly because training for a space flight and the space flight itself costs the American people about $23,000 a minute. So I can't spend a lot of time uh, looking for something that I need for a science experiment or I need to brush my teeth with. I guess not. Yeah, no. So you must have been so nervous in the weeks ahead. Could you sleep? Yeah, sleeping was not a problem for me because, you know, once you accept the risk associated with it, and I had a lot of confidence in myself and my crewmates, uh, that wasn't really, I didn't have any problems sleeping at all. Uh, what I was really worried about on the pad, and most of us were that day, is uh, whether or not it would mess up someone's science experiments. Because these are men and women. There were over 120 of them that had spent the better part of the last 10 years putting together a science experiment that they had put their lifeblood into. And I was going to be the person that was their eyes and their hands and their mind in a very real way on orbit. So that's the thing I was really worried about. So when you were actually sitting on the launching pad, though, you must have been really excited then. No, actually, we had been delayed a number of times, and so we were told that day our chances of launching were about 10 or 15 percent because of weather. So most of us fell asleep. Uh, they woke us up every once in a while for what they call a comm check to make sure everything's working, and we slept in about a minute and a half before flight. They woke us up, and we realized we had a good chance of going, and we put down our visors, and uh, we got into orbit about uh, nine minutes later. Oh, that's unbelievable. What, what is it like to see the Earth from outer space? Well, the Earth is awesome. If you can imagine a orb, a, a sphere that's robin eggs blue, that has a high intensity light in it, into the blackest black environment you've ever seen, blacker than black velvet, and surrounded by billions of stars, much more than you'd see if you were out in a boat or up in a mountain, and they're all around you. They're above you and below you. And sitting there is this beautiful blue planet that we all live on. It's, just, it's very awesome, actually. So it sounds like it was a life-changing experience. It was. It's very much a, a uh, mind-opening experience to me. Would you do it again? In a heartbeat, I'd do it. Al Sacco, thank you so much for coming and talking to us about well, your experience. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. For One Guest, I'm Carrie English. Thanks for watching.